Alright guys, welcome back to the fifth episode of the 4A podcast. We here halfway through double digits. I'm here with Andrew, David, and Justin. And I'm Max. Yeah, what's up guys? How you guys doing today? What's up, man? Beautiful. Nice but day. this week wasn't as beautiful as today. Not a good week for you guys. Nah, mine's just been pretty uneventful as usual. Just um doing schoolwork, catching up, trying to catch up actually, and applying to jobs. Oh, I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, like Andrew said, schoolwork, two words, man. Final, finals week. Fucking hated. And to make things worse, my library, they they made the hours from, from 9 to 9 to 9 to 5. And I work to 4, so I don't really have time to go to the library anymore, which fucking sucks. You know, is that because of COVID? Because they don't want, like, a bunch of students? I there? have no idea why they did it especially now in finals week it, it makes no fucking sense to me i feel like that would be the only way that it would make sense just to limit the numbers oh yeah i thought you know last year they would extend the hours but it seems like this year they're shortening it up because of covid yeah but like i said it makes no sense like finals week really you had to make it on finals week like everything was good till now like like for me i have to go to the library to concentrate like i can't do work at, at home it's just it, too many distractions, and and having it close at five, and I get out of work at four, just makes things super hard for me. You're telling me you're telling me all the libraries on your school close at five? Well, we only have one library at, at my at my school. Really? Yeah, one massive library. Wait, you guys have multiple? No, I'm just saying because I know Ball State has multiple. I wait, Ball State has multiple libraries? In a sense, you know, like we have our main library, and then if you go to like the to the science buildings they have a science library they also have a health library it just depends where you're at okay that makes a lot of sense i mean we have like little study sessions around buildings but they 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 I, yeah i think all buildings close at five now fucking stupid i don't i don't i don't like it i personally don't like it yeah don't worry max that's not uh you're not the only one going through some bs right now yeah for sure if you're if you're listening out there and you're in finals week you're, you're not alone we're all we're all in the same struggle right now and uh yeah i mean one or two more weeks and we're done with this semester and we can put this behind us. So ready, man. But going back to BS, right? Some bullshit happened to me today. What happened, man? Um. So yeah. So basically, a little back, a little background story. About a month ago, I got pulled over for speeding, or, or what, what happened? No, I don't. I I don't speed. Uh. Well, at least I don't get caught doing it. But basically, what happened is that I crossed. I I ran a really risky yellow light. Some would say red. The cop definitely said red. Was it a soft red? It was a soft red. Wait, what's a soft red? Basically, a soft red is like when you like dash through a yellow and in the middle of the intersection, it turns red. And some, some intersections have cameras. So if you do that, you'll definitely get a ticket and they'll count it as red. I might sound dumb, but that's a, passing passing a light and then in the middle of it turns red. That's illegal. In, uh, some cops will definitely count that as a <laughs> crossing a red light if they want to. Yeah. Intersections with cameras do it on purpose, yeah. I feel like soft reds are, like, passable. But hard reds, on the other hand, you're just being an idiot. Uh, well, um, don't they have, don't, don't cops have quotas for, like, uh, like, they have to have a certain amount of, uh, pullovers, or is that? Yeah, yeah, that, that's crazy, yeah. That's very true, yeah, that should fuck, be pissing me yeah, off. Yeah, I hate that shit, yeah. If you guys didn't know, cops actually have, like, a quota they have to meet, so they have to give a certain amount of tickets away each month or something like that. So if you ever feel like... You see a cop chilling at the end of the month, like Dude, November 25th, and they're just chilling yes. at the end of the fucking I, intersection. I've gotten pulled over multiple times. I've gotten two tickets overall, and I've actually gotten my license suspended. So I've had a lot of no, yeah, I feel, I experience feel, yeah. of those cops. And now that I think about it, they have been, like, at the end of the month. 
No, yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. Think about now, it, yeah. now that I really, now that I really think about it, it's really been at the end of the month. Meet that fucking quota, man. Hey, hey so next time you get pulled over, be like, hey, man, like, I'm not trying to be part of your quota. And you might make him feel bad and let him forgive you. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I used to take Russian, and my teacher told us that, like, back in uh, socialist Russia, right, that each com- at the end of the month, each factory had to make a certain amount of production, right, to yeah. make the quota. So basically, the people knew that basically they shouldn't buy things at the end of the month because they'd, they'd all be they would always be really crappy yeah made. like just fucking shit like whatever i gotta i gotta finish this gotta, gotta so basically basically guys don't don't be stupid on the road near the end of the month you know there's there's gonna be some probably more wiggle wiggle room in the beginning wait how much was your ticket for well yeah let me get back to that anyways basically that's that, that's actually my whole point i wasn't able to look how much my ticket was they gave me two options uh either on online or calling and I did the online first because, you know, 21st century. I don't need to call anyone anymore. Yeah. Um, and there was like, oh, yeah, uh, ticket not found or some BS like that or something like that. Yeah, I feel you. I remember when I got my tickets back in the day, it took me like through th- four or five pages so I could find my information. That's shit. crazy because in all the all the times that I've had to look up my suspension and my t- tickets, I found them right away. Man, but, I don't want to hear that shit, Brownsburg. But how does that work though? Like, if you can't find your ticket, are you you don't have to pay it no more, or or what happens? No, you definitely have to pay that shit. You have to find it if you don't. You pay have to it, find it. Yeah, if you don't pay it, it's a warrant on your ass. But is there a way to like say, hey man, I couldn't find it? Like, no, through all my resources, like, nope. still can't find it. Nope. nope. That yeah, that's hella fucked up. That's nope, hella nope. fucked up. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty messed up. Yeah, so I did the online thing. Uh, to uh, in, I did it in vain. Obviously, I didn't get any success. Yeah. And then I tried calling, and I was like, okay, maybe the calling will help, right? But no, they couldn't find the ticket, and I was like, okay. Well. Yeah, I think at that point, you gotta take that shit to like, I don't know, the court or wait, something. Wait, 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 wait. When did you get the ticket? I got it October nineteenth of twenty twenty. So a month ago. And honestly. you were calling today. Well, look, I'm I'm uh I'm like basically the embodiment of out of mind, out of sight, because like I didn't want to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So sure. if I knew the amount, it'd be in the back of my head the whole time. Okay. Usually, I was going to say it takes two weeks for them yeah, to get Yeah, it usually out, takes two weeks. But it's been a month, so fuck that. Yeah, definitely get that shit checked out. Wait, but during this COVID shit, a lot of things have been, a lot of cases and tickets have been being dropped, though. Yeah, uh, so definitely try to go look more into that. Yeah, for sure. You got to you gotta go into that because when I got my license suspended, it was during the beginning of COVID. So I was able to get away with driving with a suspended license for a month because the B&B wasn't open and they gave like a an exception for everyone but fuck that shit was like 250 to pay for my suspended license yeah my shit's 500 i'm not gonna lie hey but honestly like I, even though I, I know 500 and 250 is a lot for, it's a lot you know but especially when you got other shit yeah yeah for sure in the, in but the four, four, i strong if you're driving with a suspended license and you have to pay that off i strongly recommend to get that at the end of the day if you want to avoid even more bullshit yeah like even running one stop stop sign could really because i have an uncle that got pulled over with a suspended license and he yeah. he can't drive anymore he has his ter- uh, terminated license he can't get it back forever like n- think about that all? forever Ever. i mean like in 30 years for like what yeah, the fuck is he yeah, gonna do in 30 years yeah, you know he's like you. he's in his fucking 50 he's gonna be 80 by then he's not gonna be driving so technically forever yeah. and, he, and he had to pay a big fine you know like yeah. 500 250 might sound like a lot but you know, it's to avoid a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, I'm real sorry about you guys this week. My week was pretty uneventful, yeah, not going to yeah, lie. It was good? Uh, it was a good week. Uh, I started working on my project a little bit more. What do you, what do you mean your project? Uh, I finally got to working on my fucking EP. Good after. shit, man. Yeah. Like, 
I had like a good two months of uh, just writer's block. I yeah, get past. yeah, it for, it for sure happens to everyone, you know. It's like yeah, 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 very much. I, I actually got some good advice from a couple of people that that I fuck with online. So no, shout out to them. Yeah, but that's good that you're back on on your stuff. You know, it's like it's a process. You know, it it takes time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Andrew was getting on my ass. He was like, "Hurry up, do your fucking EP already." I'm that encouraging friend. Yeah, it hurt a little bit, but he he very much knew what he was saying. He's trying to get me on my shit. Yeah, for sure. But in this in this week, nah, in these past two three weeks, I've probably been producing a lot faster than I have in a long time. So it efficiency, feels good. you know. Yeah, 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 consistency. Consistency. Yep. I feel like the good thing about creativity, it, I think it goes uh, it goes both ways. Cause like, although you might have writer's block for a long time. Once you get going, you like momentum really builds up. Bro, it's like it's like a it's like a higher when you're drunk. Like it all hits at the same Dude, time. You know. I love that Justin said that because that's what gave me writer's block is that I felt that I just every line was the same pattern. Every, I was using mm-hmm. the same words. I was I was using lines that even didn't even make sense. Yeah. But when I came back after those two months, two 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 and a half months period of not really writing much. It's like it just kind of literally came out. Yeah, like, like it I just kinda, hit, yeah. Everything hit you at the same time. Literally, huh? yeah. It's like yeah. everything I was writing just came out. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really think yeah, about the pattern. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot. Of, I think it happens with a lot of things. And honestly. I honestly, I'm actually extremely excited for you guys to hear this shit. Uh, I'm I think excited it's some too. Of my best work yet, man. Yeah, I'm for excited sure, too. Sure. We're, I think we're, yeah, we're all excited. Can't wait to perform those songs when that happens. <laughs> Gang, our little, our little uh, garage band performance we're gonna have here soon, guys. Definitely. Stay tuned. But on that note, you fuckers didn't mention that we fucking watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yesterday together. Oh, yeah. We watched it yesterday, the, the uh, latest Qu- uh, Quentin Tarantino Shout movie. Shout out Quentin Tarantino. I love all his movies. Honestly. Glorious Bastards, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, fucking, Kill Bill. He's like Come on. None of the gems. A, di- a director of his own of his own, own genre, type, to be honest. like Every time that, you watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, it's you his just own, know. Yeah, it's his own yeah, genre. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's crazy, but... A great movie with Leo and Brad Pitt and. What did you guys think? What did you guys think? Since we watched it. it together, we didn't talk too much well, afterwards. But what this you guys was think of my the movie? second time rewatching it. If you guys, oh, well, I it's my second time watching it, just to rewatch. I will it be honest. This it's been out for a minute, but this is my first time watching the movie. And even though I do love Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I feel like Quentin Tarantino is his own league. Every time I watch a movie, it's like really good. So. Yeah, and in his own uh, foot fetish league. But anyways. I'm gonna drop a bombshell real quick, guys. You didn't like it, let me guess. Even worse than that. You loved it. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it. No, this is good though. I was not, asleep. Yes. Now, I, now you can I, re- you can go rewatch it. I was going to, but yeah, like I was, like I was so tired that I was like, you know what? I'll just watch this by myself. Yeah, it's okay. If you want to go rewatch it, and if anyone is out there wants to go watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino, it's on Stars. I loved it, man. Ten out of ten. Uh, no, not his best work. I okay, mean, a good movie, but not his best think work. Think about it. A Quentin Tarantino movie in 2020. What the fuck? It wasn't like, 2020. It was 2019. 2019 I mean, yeah. 2019. With Leo and Brad Pitt and Maggie. Nothing but stars. Nothing but stars. Yeah, nothing but stars. Crazy movie. But if you want to go watch it, it's on stars. And HBO Max right now. Ooh. Now that you mentioned. No, it's not on HBO Max. What no, it fuck? is. No, it's not. Amazon Prime. No, 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 no. It's only on stars. It's only on stars. It's only on stars. HBO Max has a has a stars extender. Or no, Amazon Prime. Has Amazon, a, yeah. So yeah. if you have Amazon Prime or Hulu, yep. you can get the stars ex- extender. Yep. So it, it technically it's only available on stars. You have to have stars to watch it. But you mentioned HBO Max. Yeah. They just did the fucking deal of the of the fucking decade. Warner Bros. signed an exclusive contract with HBO 
to stream all the releases of 2021 on HBO Max. So what this basically means is that every movie that Warner Bros. drops is also going to drop in theaters, but simultaneously it's going to drop on HBO Max. The same day. That the that same shit, day, yeah. but it's only going to be available on, on HBO Max for a month. Compared to movie theaters, where it usually lasts for like two months, maybe a little longer. Are you, for real? Yeah, I for sure. Feel, uh, now you think, nah, now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. So, so at the same time, is is there downsides? And I mean, you know, HBO Max for a month, theaters in two months. But this is fucking crazy. No, this it is really is revolutionary for the movie industry. It's pretty crazy to think that an idea like this is barely being brought upon. I mean, because of COVID, uh, no. obviously. Yeah, but COVID forced Warner Bros. to do this. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, if they didn't end up releasing on both streaming and in live theaters, they would have lost so much money. I and, mean, and the crazy part is that they're still losing money. Yeah. But they're just losing less of it. They had to do what they had to do to yeah, they, save they had to money do, in the long run. Yeah, they run. had to do it. And this is this is extremely crazy because, you know, there's a lot of people that really do prefer watching it at home. But there's also a lot of people that prefer still going to the movie theaters, including me. I, I yeah. Even with this, I have HBO Max, and I and I'm still gonna go to the movie theater to watch this. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know, man. The convenience of just yeah, having yeah. Like it I said, it's home. like there's still the gr- group for two and two. You know, like no, yeah. But that's I. That's why I think it's great that we can talk about it because like you, you would prefer the theater, but I would love being at at home, just watching it with a group of people or with my lady. You know. Yeah, I definitely prefer the theater. I'm a pretty old fashioned kind of guy. Yeah, for sure. And the reason I'm really super excited for this is because, you know, like, for the past, like, couple of years, the movie theaters really haven't been challenged. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, no one's, like, like, it was your only option. And now that, you know, companies have introduced a new option to watch movies, you know, you can stay at home or you can go to the theaters, you know, like, it's a, it's a competitive market now. See, but that's why this moment is so huge in history. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly, no idea that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this is fucking revolutionary. Like, Okay, but, like, don't you think this whole HBO thing isn't... Don't you think that's just kind of an extension of, like, one, two, three movies? But, like, a legal way to do it? Uh, The thing with one, two, three movies, if you guys don't know, that's a, uh, like... Pirated site. Yeah, Come pirated on. site. The thing about that... Corporations make zero money. Come yeah, on, man. Uh, that's... No, be- before that, it gives viruses to you. Oh, yeah. Like it or not. Also, HBO Max is going to offer 4K, which one to three movies cannot do. 4K 2021 films. And also, uh, the price for HBO Max is really cheap. It's like $10 a month. Yeah, like, why? at the end of the day, who the hell wouldn't spend $10 for HBO Max for a month when their favorite film is on there? When you put it into perspective, a movie ticket at the IMAX is like 20 bucks each. If you're only paying 10 for that movie for the month... You still get to enjoy yeah. the rest of HBO yeah. Max. Yeah. yeah, you're still enjoying HBO Max. And this is crazy be- for the movie theater especially because, you know, I like the movie theater. Yeah. But it's, like I said, it's a competitive market now. And and I think it's going to really push movie theaters into to coming up with new innovative things to, to get, you know, like, what's going to get me to get out of my house and go to the movie theater? You know, there's going to have to be something new for them to integrate into their little system for, for them to get people out there. But, you know, I was just thinking about this. Businesses being businesses, right? Yeah. They need to make their money, and they want they want to make sure that they will get their money. Yeah, for sure. So what if they get uh like they get a giveaway or whatever? I mean, they stop doing these month by month subscriptions, and then you have to you, then they switch over to like contract, like maybe like a six month or a year long. Yeah, that's why that's why this is such an interesting topic. Because that's a weird example of what YouTube is doing with YouTube Premium. 
they they kind of have like the full contracts. They have like a full now. contract. Yeah. With, okay. Because because they they will send like a full uh, Chromecast over to your house. For you know, shit but like that. like, like th- that's what makes this so interesting because we've never seen this. Yeah, we have no idea what's going to happen. And you know, streaming services is just it's it's something new that's come up with our generation. So it's not we've never seen anything challenge movie theaters. Uh, this happened like decades ago with with driving movie th- driving movie theaters. Yeah, you know? but what's scary is that. We saw with drive-ins, they stayed the exact same, and what? We have, like, two here in India. Yeah, we only have two. So, so you know, that that's what really excites me, you know. Movie theaters really, like, they learn from drive-ins. Like, we have to change in order to stay in this industry. And so movie theaters are going to have to change. Or they're going to end up in the same exact Yeah, or they're going to have to end up just like drive-ins. But, like I said, I don't really think movie theaters are going to entirely disappear. I think, I think like you said, certain people still enjoy that Yeah, certain that people still role. love that. And think about day, it. Think about it. Yeah. What is one of the best things you can do as a group or like as a, date? a group as a team as a date or anything yeah as a date is go to a movie theater yeah for sure so it's just it's uh i'm super excited to see what yeah what both sides add to 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 this well to be fair it depends what kind of date because if it's the first date obviously it's going to be at a movie theater but like if it's a girlfriend obviously you don't want to decide to stay i mean home. but like i said there's there's yeah, that makes lot, sense. There's a lot of circumstances that, and like different variables that go into this. And like we said, this is something new. It's not like we've we've seen this in the past. So it's just super excited to see where the, where this goes. And and if you guys don't know, Warner Bros. is a big company. Enormous. We're not talking small movies, streaming on HBO Max. We're talking Wonder Woman, 1984, Matrix Matrix Four with uh Keanu Reeves. Yeah. We're talking the new Uncharted movie, not Shit. new. The first Uncharted movie. I can't believe they're really doing an Uncharted yeah, movie. With, on, with Tom Holland. If you guys don't know Uncharted, it's, it's a very popular video Fucking game. Tom Holland. What else? Movie? Oh, we were talking shit about it uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, past episodes yeah. ago. But Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong, at, at the end of the day, it's, it was a bad movie, but it's a fucking big franchise, you know? Yeah, with I'm still not watching actors. that shit. But, you know, it's big actors, big movies, big... It's a big studio dedicating everything to HBO Max. And I was reading about this. And this is not a short-term thing. It's a long... Like, they're estimating that everything that they're going to lose this year, they're going to make it back in the streaming by services. By continuing it By continuing it later on. So, it's just... It's fucking crazy. Like, everyone's losing money. Everyone's fighting for it for the, for the, for the fucking crumbs. You know, See, it's a, but what's insane is that if, if the streaming services does work out and all this shit works yeah. in the favor... We can see this happening with, like, Netflix and Sony, for example, or, like, Hulu and, like, you know, uh, Universal. It, it can really very much yeah, happen. Yeah, th- that's, what, that's what's really got me excited. Like, it's it's everyone. Like, it's... It's a blank slate. It's historic. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's never happened before, and everyone, like, new ideas were welcomed. Yeah. 2020, the technology is there, and anything can, anything can be brought up. Almost 2021. Really, 2021. Uh, a cool really. concept that I was reading about, it's um, movie theaters uh, turning into, like, VR theaters. Because um, oh, okay. with the Mandalorian, the the Star Wars series on Disney Plus, they went from using green screens to LED TVs. So instead of using green screens behind everything, they have like a big fucking room of TVs, but like super 8K, like top of looking. like fucking like the latest technology, like fu- you know Disney, they have the big budget. Yeah, a they room can actually make up this production. Ba- honestly, basically a room of VR. Like the actors are there in the set experiencing everything at the uh, like at the same time as, as the scene. Yeah, and it's like, the way that a trend starts, literally just one person does it, and then people find a way to do it cheaper. Yeah, and it becomes yeah, more uh, for sure. Like like some like Apple, you know, there's there's always people mocking yeah. Apple. Like, 
patterns are a thing. So once a, once a new thing is introduced, the pattern is a, a pattern usually lasts for like four years. So if a new phone or a new design is introduced, it's only avail it's only exclusive to that company that created it for a couple of years. Mm. But after that, every company can make their own their own version of it. I don't see them patenting contracts for networks. Yeah, like yeah. This is this is really free for all if it works yeah, so out at the end of the day. If I think in a couple of years, I think honestly, like the the article that I was reading, the guy that's in charge of all the special effects for the Mandalorian for the for the Disney Plus series, he was saying how he green screens, he only sees it for a, like a couple a couple more years, and then it's gonna be totally gone, and then LEDs TVs are gonna be introduced because they were even talking on set. There was a fire and like the fucking cast was freaking out. They were like, "Oh my god, a fucking fire!" But really, it was the LED screens that were causing the fire. <laughs> they really that's that yeah, they that's were... how fucking realistic it looks. Like if you watch the Mandalorian, fucking crazy. Like you, you're like, "Whoa, what part of fucking what part of the planet did they film that on?" But no, it's a fucking screen. That's dope. Cause just the way technology is advancing so much, and shout out Disney for having the budget. Yeah, to do for sure. Insane shit like this and like stepping stones in in filming. And just like just like what Max was saying, that that honestly saves them some type of money too, like all the traveling. Yeah, costs. Uh, I'm super glad you brought that up because they were really they talked about how getting all that systems in there was expensive. Obviously, it was expensive, but the money they're gonna save in the long term, like it's not it's not like they're just gonna film that one show there and then gonna throw away the studio. No, they, and it's a show they're using it for right now. Yeah. Imagine once they start using it on big budget on movies. Films, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Holy shit! So like it's a, it's an expensive thing to start up. Yeah. But in a long term, it can really save a lot of money. So the technology's there. Just add a little bit of competition, and theaters or st- uh, streaming services are really gonna start going at it and you know trying to integrate new things. And like I said, I'm really excited to see where where this movie industry really goes because yeah. there's. There's a, a market for both. There, there's a market for convenience, and there's a market for the for that movie experience. You know that surround system experience. Yeah, yeah. So, shout out 2021. I guess 20, we'll have yeah, 2021 and everything after that. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it just works out for the best. You know, like this is a, I personally think it's a good stepping step in the right direction for for the movie industry. Yep. Yeah. So so we'll see what happens, but. I think this is a perfect time to talk about album of the week. All right, yep. Yes, segment sir. Album of the week, on, honestly, one of my favorite segments. All right, who the fuck wants to get started? Do you want to go ahead, David? Uh, fuck it. Uh, fuck it. I guess I'll start. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have like the biggest connection to this band, but you know, album of the week is album of the week. It's the album that you've been listening to the most that week, and that's what this is for me. So, uh, my album is actually Fourth is Tough Love by Fourth Wanders. And this is a nice little indie kind of garage band kind of album. I mean, they haven't made music since 2014, and I kind of found them randomly from somebody doing a cover on Instagram. But this, I can honestly say this, this has been album of the week for me because the song Sleeper and Television, the last two tracks of the album, were a, a huge inspiration to me on songwriting this week or just kind of the way I was building my songs this week, you know? And so do you have any uh, a least favorite song on that album? Um, I wouldn't say I have a least favorite song because every song has like its own kind of taste to it. Uh, they do a great job of like mixing together. You can listen to it from the beginning to end, but definitely, uh, the one I listen to probably the least right now is Painting of Blue, but it's just because I haven't gotten around to it. It's a great, great album though. Definitely something you should tune into. So how would you describe the album? Elaborate. Like how, like what type of sounds it's can real I expect garage, from it? It's real garage band like. Garage band? Yeah, like. You can feel the energy of them just kind of 
pounding on their guitars and drums and yeah. just kind of like letting their emotions out. They're the pa- the patterns of the lyrics are pretty nice. I mean, they don't they're not repetitive at all. Like they they do a great job of telling a story through the songs, which is why I found found it so inspiring this week. You know? Yeah, sounds like a good album. Yeah, but on that note, how about you guys? Who's next? Yeah, I'll go. So my week, my uh, album of the week this goes to uh, Movements, and it's their uh, sophomore album, Feel Something. You know, I didn't listen to David's, but I have listened to this one, and this one's a really good album. Definitely, man. I agree with that. Um, personally, it's an alternative album, so those who like alternative, I would uh, definitely recommend this album. Uh, a couple songs that I personally like are uh, Day Lily, which is probably like their biggest song. And then another personal favorite would be, like, Full Circle. I feel like you've showed me Day Lily in a car drive. Yeah, it's one of, like, those depression songs. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good... That's a good... Yeah, but it's, like, it's like this rock kind of band. They also uh, do a bunch of, like, screaming. But not to, like, the point where it's, like, excessive screaming, but just enough, like, in the hardcore metal type. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's a good album. Just go listen to it. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Uh, for me, of course. No no least favorite songs at all? Uh, any least favorite songs? Honestly, throughout the whole album, I didn't listen to like three songs on it. Which are? Which are um, Under the Gun, The Gray, and Deep Red. And not saying those are bad songs, just overlooked. Yeah, overlooked because literally like the first like seven songs of the album are actually pretty good. Okay. Those I, are my personal favorites. All right. Um. I'm going to go ahead and switch it up real quick, guys. Um, I'm actually going to touch base on a, on a guy who I think doesn't get enough recognition. Who, 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 I'm not sure if you guys know him or not. He's probably kind of uh, underground. But this week goes out to uh, to Logic and his album Intermission. You no, like I'm just, Logic? I'm just kidding. I'm just Thank fucking God you're joking. Anyways, proceed. Hey, Logic isn't even that bad. Logic was fire under pressure. Under and pressure, all, yes. And all his mixtapes under. And incredible true story iffy but everything after that come on garbage fade away i agree with that but no going back to who someone who's actually talented no i'm just kidding uh logic is cool i'm I'm not gonna lie i did listen to him for a little bit yeah he is way too much hate too much hate for no reason anyways this week uh i want to talk about uh the sun's tirade by isaiah rashad Ooh. 10 out of 10 i was gonna save that for later i love that album good shit good shit justin and yeah, I, I love it too. And I, I maybe David, you might agree with me, but the best song is Brenda. Dude, I can 100% agree with you. Brenda just has a feeling to it that as soon as the song plays, it's like, I'm going to let you go ahead and describe it, but man, you can relate to what the fuck he's saying to such a deep sense. Uh, no, yeah. I, and f- actually, funny enough, um, like David was saying, uh, Brenda is such a, I mean, such a good song. I think. Yeah. It, you can just play it in the background and it, it really just fills up the room. And, um, and even though it's a really good song, it's not so distracting. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. Like, it kind of just adds to whatever environment you're in, no matter what environment you're in, yeah, if that like, makes any sense. It's kind of like water just fills whatever container it needs to fill. Yes, I fucking love that. Go that that made a lot of sense, yeah. That made a lot of sense. Any least favorites? I, I, don't, I, I don't see why you would have any least favorites, because I love every song on this album, yeah. but... Honey, That's a bold favorites? statement of like every single song. Dude, on an I album. am not joking. This album, ten out of ten. Come on, TDE. Anybody in TDE be going crazy? Yeah. So technically, David, this week recommended two albums. Technically, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So hey, you're in for a, you're in for a treat then, I guess. You are. Yeah. Definitely listen to Sun's Tyroid. Um, the only one that I, I don't, I wouldn't say I would dislike it. I just actively skip it. Is uh, it's just don't matter. That's the only. Don't song. matter. But okay. all the other songs are great. He does get a little like weird slurring speech in it, but 
once you get past that and he starts rocking with the beat, it's a it's a nice song, but definitely not all the time. I guess at least me. Uh, my album of the week is "Sudden Feeling" by Half Noise. No clue. Half Noise. I was gonna call them a band, but they're not a band because it's only it only composed of one person. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys know of this special person, but his name is Sack Farrow, who just happens to be the drummer of Paramore. And if you guys don't know Paramore, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you because Paramore have been influential in the last decade for alternative music. But anyways, um, he broke off Paramore in 2010, and he started his own project called called Half, uh, Half Noise. And he also joined another band called Novo America American. But the the, th- the thing that makes a half noise really special is that he's literally the only person. He had another he had another guy, in like his first couple of EPs, like his first two EPs. But after that, it was just literally him. Every everything you hear in the songs, everything you hear in his albums, literally just him, producer playing the music, everything. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sackville's super talented guy, man. Like he he left Paramore in 2010 and went back to it in 2017. He was still playing for half. Well, he was still doing the whole half noise thing and still playing for Nova American. So he was like juggling like three little projects at the same time, and everyone had its own different uh, feel. So it it can just go ahead and tell you how versatile this guy is. And he's a drummer too. So to for him to have all that creativity to pull pull in into a whole different project and a whole different different band basically is is, is crazy. Yeah, too. man, that really reminds me a little bit of Panic at the Disco. How Panic at the Disco? Yeah, how he started off the band and yeah, by the end yeah, of the yeah. album he's so fucking talented that he composes everything on his own and, and plays all the instruments yeah, yeah it's another guy all yeah, the but vocal parts yeah. all the instruments that's really dope yeah but sudden feeling by by have noise my favorite song from the album i honestly don't really can't say i have a least favorite cuz at the end of the day like you know like not all albums are going to be perfect but that's facts, yeah. but my perfect my uh, this song is perfect to me it's called leaving love the fucking song if you can save it to the end if you can really make it all right look listen to the whole album skip leaving if you really get through all the album and you just you really can't fuck with it then listen to leaving because leaving is such a beautiful song it's, fuck, it's a it's a beautiful it's sound one of those songs that if you don't like the album you can at least listen to yeah this one like song. if you hate the album you're you're gonna love the song though like it's just it's, you're just gonna love it but yeah, that's my album of the week Wait, hold on what about your least favorite song? No, I don't. I, like I said, I don't really have a least favorite song. Like, honestly, I go when I listen to an album, I I go through it like three, maybe four times. Okay. I, cause I I know the first time when you hear like an album, you're like, oh, this is nasty. Then you the gotta sec- give it. Yeah. The yeah. second the second time, you're like, ah, oh, maybe. The third time, you're like, all right, like you're in the feeling. And then the fourth time, fifth time, you're like, all right, I know exactly what my ears like and you what my brain know, likes. You do know it's an amazing album when you get that first. Yeah, for sure, for sure, insane, for sure, for sure, for sure. Shout out. But I think, hell yeah, that was album of the week this week. Be sure yeah. to check out the highlights on Instagram. Yeah, Don't make sure forget. to go to 4A Podcast. And also, guys, follow the Instagram and, and please follow the Spotify or follow us on whatever platform you guys are listening on. And, and on, you guys just reminded me, and on Twitter. Yes, we got Twitter up. Yeah, we, we just got made a, a Twitter. lot of our platform. If whatever platform you're listening to, just make sure to hit the follow button. Uh, Four A Podcast will automatically just be yeah. up every Wednesday as at, soon as we drop. At so. the Four A Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, and yeah, like David said, follow us on. Yep. Whatever you're Thank listening you guys. to. Uh, yeah, uh, we're pretty versa- We're we're on all platforms. We're actually thinking about making a Pinterest pretty quickly. A here. Pinterest. Yeah, I think we were also talking about the. Um, the Snapchat and maybe maybe getting a burner burner phone. Getting a burner on Reddit. <laughs> I feel you, bro. 
We're also going to be on kick very soon. <laughs> kick very, very soon. Uh, Maybe not soon, but maybe a tender later in the future. Tinder if they allow us. If they allow, if the they allow us, yeah. You know, you can. But fuck that. I know we're kind of past this, but going back to a huge stepping stone in networks. Okay. Okay. So it's about a week old. So it was. It happened the day after we recorded the last episode. So didn't manage to talk about it then. Mm-hmm. But Dave Chappelle dropped a stand-up, basically, completely, going against two, three huge nef- huge networks. You know. Who Who are the three huge networks? So basically, it's CBS, Netflix, and HBO. And uh-huh. to give you a little bit of backstory. The stand-up consists of him giving two stories. Of him growing growing up in in the entertainment business, yeah, and him just kind of basically getting s- his stuff snatched from under him, you know, cheated basically, cheated of what he owned. Okay? Wait, I- explain what happened though. Like. Uh, well, without getting too deep into one of the stories, basically one of them is about those little scam artists. Oh yeah, okay. okay. Those little scam artists that are outside and and like and like the pier in California and shit that you know doing the little little cup switching games yeah they're always cheating people he did a little story about that and then he also did a story about him growing up in stand-up and letting a grown-ass man borrow his joke <laughs> and when he asked for it back he just threatened his life and was like you're this is my joke buddy that sounds so yeah he, he said he, he he said in the stand-up that he to this day he just hasn't forgotten that man yeah that sounds but that sounds very interesting later those points basically connected to the overall, you know, idea of this stand-up, which was back when Dave Chappelle dr- show dropped, mm-hmm. he was offered a contract. By who? CBS. CBS. After, this is going to matter later, after being declined by HBO, okay? Okay, yeah. He was offered a flimsy contract that honestly was Wait, what do you mean flimsy? Like shit. Like, it wasn't good in his favor. It was not in his favor at all at the end of the day. But he, but he signed the contract. He was yes. He did sign the contract. He did state yes. It was a fair contract signing, but so at was, the time uh, he just couldn't understand. He didn't have the resources to understand what was going on, in the, in the contract and the forms. He didn't have the lawyers to take care of this. Anyways, fast forward. Wait, how do you know? Two, how do you know it was fair? A fair contract if you can read it. That's the point. Now moving on. Okay. Two months and two seasons into doing the Dave Chappelle show, he's still not getting paid. Mm-hmm. And he, they're just not treating him fairly to the point where he just stops doing it completely. Okay. okay. Granted, in many opinions, this is his own fault for leaving. He was already signed. But fast forward to 2020, CBS signed a contract with Netflix and HBO to air the Dave Chappelle show on the networks behind his back. And he is still not making a single cent. Okay. Wait. They did not inform him about this at all. HBO didn't inform him, Netflix didn't inform him, and CBS for sure did not fucking inform him. Anyways, he called to action and in the stand-up called out for Netflix to take down the Dave Chappelle show. And it actually happened. They they agreed. They have a contract with CBS, but still agreed to take down a whole show and lose money in streams in favor for Dave Chappelle. All right. HBO is still pending on their request. Okay. But he also asked for fans to boycott the show and stop watching. Okay. And this is just huge because this has just never been done to the point where a whole show, a whole network in a contract with another network has openly taken down a whole show just because 
of a relationship they have with another person. Are there's there's two points that I really want to make. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I really want to make clear. One, let me get this straight. Dave Chappelle signed a contract yes. to CBS. Yes. Then they sold. He he basically signed a contract to sign away his rights for the show. Yes. And then CBS used those rights that he signed off to sell to Netflix and HBO. Again, yes. So, so what's the issue? Uh, pardon Max. He's speaking like a businessman and not like a human. Max is sitting here thinking in his accounting brain, and I understand, but yeah, just this is just an enormous ethics thing to the point where he had no idea where he was at at this time. He was not getting paid in the first place. He still hasn't gotten. Wait, paid. so so the contract didn't have any money in it. He was he was paid the smallest percentage of what we could imagine, and he was not making royalties to this day. He's not making royalties on the show. No, he's not getting okay. paid a cent through any of the streams. Which, at the end of the day, if you do watch the stand up, is all he's calling to action for. He wants to either have the rights to his fucking show back so he can make his own Dave Chappelle show, or he wants to get paid for what the fuck they haven't paid him. L- listen, and I understand, yeah. in a business sense. He he did this, you know. He did it. It's, it's yeah. a contract. It happened, but just ethically, he was very much cheated, like those other stories. Um, like you guys said, I'm thinking in a business perspective. <laughs> I, at the end of the day, this man is rich. You know, he's fucking famous. He's rich. He has his money. But, you know, I don't think I don't think he can complain. You know, like they're companies. But it's his life's not I mean, at the. It's at not. This, his, it's not time, his life work. At it's this time, it very much was his life's work. At that time, but we're, is, in, no, we're in a different tried, time. He is very. He has tried to redo the show. Yeah, but you can't times. complain about. Can't. You can't cry and be like, "Oh, my stuff back." It's like, all right, let's say I sell my my soul to the to the devil because I want to be a musician. I can't cry to the devil and be like, "Yo, I want my soul back. I, I made it, and now I want, I want everything back." Like. Bro, you signed the contract, my guy. Like, you can't really do and nothing I get, about that. I understand that. that point of view. But just in the eth- ethics sense, shout out Netflix for actually also, understanding also that's, Dave Chappelle's that's, that's my second point. I don't think... Yeah, well, well, Max, to be fair, I don't think when you uh, sell your soul to the devil, I don't think there needs to be a lawyer present to read you your fucking rights <laughs> in the contract. Yeah. Dude, you don't understand that he quite literally didn't understand what he was reading at this time. Uh, and that's my other problem. Don't sign anything you can't understand. You remember uh, that? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. You, it's easy for you to say. Remember this that? Uh, had nothing. Remember at this that point. Drake and Josh episode where uh, Josh sounds the uh, the Drake the the concert for Drake, where they uh, distort his his music for a commercial, and Drake was hella shitty at Josh because he signed. He's like, bro, how can you not read it? How can you be so dumb? Like you could hire lawyers and shit for this. Come on, man. It's, we're talking. We're talking understand. big money here. Like you can't just sign. But this he shit wasn't in the position. To have these resources. What do you mean? He like was like, what do you earlier, mean? What do you mean? Like, what position? Dude, it was either. Come it on. Was, it was a fight or flight situation. Uh-huh. He either signed away his rights to this fucking company that would get him paid for a couple months. Or he would just lose it all. He'd keep doing stand-up and trying to see where it yeah, goes. Yeah, I understand that. But, man, like, you can't. Again, you're thinking your business brain. I understand. I really do. Yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, it is kind of wrong for CBS Man, is it really wrong for CBS though to sign his to to sell the rights that he sold? Because at the end of the day, they're a company, you know, like they're doing business. They're not thinking about you. They're, they're thinking about that money. Again, like, we understand that you're thinking it in a business sense, but ethically, this is fucking horrible to do somebody. Which is something that Netflix agreed upon and took down the fucking yeah, show. Yeah, that, that's also my uh, second point. I don't think 
Netflix really liked Dave Chappelle. Mm, okay. I I honestly okay, think, Max. I honestly think Netflix knew they were taking an L either way. So but Netflix could have done the same exact thing that HBO did though. Yeah, Took but it, kept it on because they had no obligation to take it down at all. But the the thing the the difference between Netflix and HBO is that Netflix is so much bigger than HBO, and Netflix has this reputation of like a family oriented type of streaming service. You know, you think Netflix and you instantly think family time. Well, for me, honestly, and I think a a lot of people really take Netflix as like this family oriented for everyone type of streaming service. Unlike HBO, where like it kind of caters to a certain type of demographic, does that make sense? It definitely, it definitely makes sense because like Netflix will comment under your Twitter Twitter post, yeah, right? And HBO would never do that. And HBO, they barely even have a fucking Twitter, right? They only do it for commercial businesses, yeah. Right? But you see Netflix fucking being part of memes and shit. Like they want to be seen as the good guy, yeah, the ne- good company. Yeah, Netflix has a reputation to protect. And them knowing, I, they were really smart. Like you really got to think, and like being in the company, being in the board, being in, the, in that meeting, you really got to think about. They knew they were taking the L. They no, definitely but that's knew facts that. Though, but you understand, leaving the show on, they would have been like I said. Netflix made money just having the show up. Yeah. CBS is the one that, making that, the money. You, hold you, on, listen. You just proved my CBS, point. CBS, hold on. You just proved CBS my point. CBS is is the one that makes the money through the streams. Uh-huh. Netflix lost money taking it down. They wouldn't have lost money if they kept it show up, even if the boycott happened. Those streaming, the, the money that goes towards the streams is towards the company that but sold away those bro, rights, not bro, Netflix. I promise you, it. they ran all the numbers, and they saw that even if they... I'm Mr. Accountant. I, I promise you, they, I promise you, bro. We're talking billion-dollar companies. They're not going to just do something out of out of reaction. They, they but take, that's what happened. No, no, listen. That's exactly what he kind of they, they quite literally called up the corporation. And it's not like they had a long-ass board meeting. They took that shit so down. So you're, you're like, telling me they should call called Netflix up and said, oh, yeah, bro, for sure. I'll take off your show. No you problem, You didn't even bro. watch the fucking stand-up, Max. This fucking happened. And we're taking De Chappelle's word for it. I mean, yeah. Why the fuck? What, oh, you, what, has, right. been de- what has been denied? Yeah, has anything been denied, Max? Nah, Netflix is not going to talk about this. Let me finish. Let me finish. All right, go ahead. Netflix knew they were taking the L. They ran the numbers. They said, look, in the long term, if we leave De Chappelle's show on, we're going to get so much backlash in the long term. I think it's better to take it off and just seem like the good guys. But what's the backlash? They're not. They, they don't lose money. You just said that the back. You just said that it's unethical. So the backlash would be like, Netflix, that's fucked up. Why are you not taking the show off? Why, yeah, why are you leaving it Yeah, but guess what? So Even if those people stopped watching the show, it doesn't affect their money, bro. It does not. How do you know that, bro? Because I just explained that the streaming goes towards CBS. You are not listening. Bro, I promise you they ran the numbers. And okay, they said, Max. They said ba- backlash, it's just, it's just better to take it off the show than leave it on. Okay. Because, look, look, listen. You just said this the first time ever in history. So why hasn't it happened before? Tell me. Why hasn't it happened before? Okay. Because we're living no, because we're living in an era of social media, where everything that everything small blows up. You you gotta think the bigger picture here, man. Like everything, everything's gonna blow up. Dave Chappelle literally said, "Boycott my show." Everyone boycotted his show. You think? Do you think they would have also boycotted Netflix? Again, but you're talking about money. 
motherfucker, there's so much way more shit to watch on Netflix. If the show would have been up, it does not affect them. It it really doesn't. I keep trying to explain that to you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, just fuck it. Agree to disagree. 2021 is going to be a crazy year just for all kinds of entertainment and shit in general. Mm-hmm. Shit. 2021 is going to be a crazy year. Let's just leave all the streaming service conversation behind. Um, let's talk about our city for a little bit. So I don't know if you guys have been checking up on indie news lately, guys, but um, there's been a lot of development that's going to happen around the next year. What's crazy is you've been telling me about all this shit happening for a while, but seeing that article that you sent in the group chat was very eye-opening. Very, very eye-opening. Um, yeah, I, I really haven't been looking into the development of the city. I just know that there's going to be a lot more hotels being built downtown. Uh, just one, just one specifically, right? Yeah, it's the uh the Signia by Hild- yeah enormous. Yeah, it's supposed to. It's gonna have um six hundred rooms. I think that's I think that's bigger than the uh the Marriott that we currently have. Fuck for real. Yeah, the JW Marriott is the biggest hotel we have in Indy right now, which is already pretty enormous. It's Wait, a pretty big size. Do you guys nice know hotel. the difference between um uh, a different Hilton hotels? Because you said it was a Signia. Like, is that one of its biggest uh brands or what is it? Yeah, so the Signia is like a different branch from Hilton. It's like one of their newer projects in yeah, the same. Yeah, because we already had a Hilton, didn't we? I th- yeah, I think yeah, we, we do have a Hilton. A, it's a, just a, a different. Yeah. But this is like a different, I guess, a different branch because it only hit three different cities. And as I was reading, dude, the fucking insane part is it's going to be connected to the fucking convention center. Yeah, we actually have one of the biggest convention centers here. Wait, we all it's already currently one of the biggest ones? Uh, I mean... Or it's going to be after this I extension? mean, it is. It is just a bunch of people. But, like, Gen Con, that's actually one of the biggest conventions. Comic Con came here, and that shit, I honestly never thought... Did you know Ric Flair came to one of those? <laughs> Ric Flair pulled up the Comic Con? Yeah. And also, it's crazy because that area next to the convention center, the or NFL stadium or football stadium is right next to it. And there's a lot of like food places and like restaurants and little, which is also starting to get yeah. It's a it's a nice more, area yeah. right there by the convention center. Yeah, the Slippery Noodle is actually one of the oldest um, noodle companies in Indiana, and it's right there next to the convention center. Yeah, well, no, not next to the convention center. It's like on the street by like um by Lucas Oil. Okay, Lucas Oil, but the convention center is fucking enormous, man. I worked there for about three months when I was like sixteen. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I don't talk to much people about that, but it's yeah, fucking know about that. huge, dude. Going into the big ass yeah, convention room. It's enormous. I went to a. I went to a couple of uh, conventions there, and fucking, fucking huge, man. Like yeah. too many people. It's fucking insane, and we haven't even seen anything like that since COVID, sadly. But before that, we were having a lot of traffic and shit happening downtown, like. Indianapolis be having a good amount of events coming through. Yeah, this um this hotel that's gonna be built is definitely gonna improve the skyline. Indy already has a pretty weak skyline in my opinion. I don't think there's much yeah to offer. Yeah, we're kind of in the buttfuck middle of Indiana, so it's kinda of harder to make it look Honestly nice though, here. in in our region, I think we're maybe like top three to be honest though. No, when, I, yeah, when you I really think, think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But that just goes to show how how shit if we're still top three, we're it's still <laughs> bad at skyline. <laughs> Yeah, we're top three, but we're now one and two. Yeah, I mean, probably we're talking about in the Midwest. We're not yeah. talking about, like, all of the United States. Top three cities in the Midwest. Right in the middle, because obviously we know Chicago's first. What's number two? Any ideas? It it probably will be Detroit, maybe. We haven't even been there. That We were meaning to go there also for COVID. <laughs> we were trying yeah, to go definitely. on a little drive, uh, uh, road trip. Yeah, but, but what else is getting built in Indy? Wait, Andrew, have you heard any news on an Indy 11 stadium? Indy 11 is our little uh, soccer team. They're like, what, third division or second? Second division of, of 
the United States of the MLS. Yeah, they play in the USL Championship, so that is the second tier of the uh, the soccer federation here in America. But no, I actually haven't picked up anything on the Indy 11 stadium. I mean, I heard, this is just speculation that's going on, but I heard that it's going to be, you know where the Lafayette Square Mall is, like on the west side? No way. So they're thinking about tearing that whole mall down, and it's going to be placed there. That's one of the spots that we're going to like, be picked. That mall has picked. gone to shit, dude, over the years. Dude, that mall was popping like, it was, when I was like, like 10 years, years ago. Old, yeah, yeah, like 10 years ago, that mall was popping. Like I think every mall in Indy was popping until, I don't know what the fuck happened. I, I honestly don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened. The internet happened, Max. Yeah, we saw the death of malls. Uh, But there was another, we were, <sighs> the other day, me and Andrew were driving. What was the place called that we passed? And it was like. Was it called the garden, the garage, or something like that? Yeah, uh, Max, it's called the garage. We drove past it, and you were asking me what that was, and I was telling you that it was going to be the uh, Bottle Works District. It once was the Coca-Cola Company. And did you know? We drove past that shit what? for school every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty close to tech. But, yeah, it was the uh, it was a Coca-Cola bottling plant, and it was one of the biggest ones in the world. But now, since like it doesn't have a use here in Indy, they decided to break it down, and they're going to debut the uh, we, Bottle Works District. We have another Coca-Cola plant here on... By my, by my old house, by Speedway. Uh, so they're going to build this little plant into a, a, di- a little restaurant district, right? Yeah, definitely. That's what they were going to do. It's uh, slated to open in January of 2021. So, in a co- wow, that's next month. It's, that's Bro, that's next month. What the next fuck? Month. That's crazy. Hey, and from the images, it looks like the, it looks like a nice little plant. Yeah, think about like this. Like, it's a, it's an actual fact that that plant, the Coca-Cola plant, was one of the biggest. So you just imagine all that space. Being transformed into like a fucking restaurant little plaza, man. Like, fuck, it's gonna be so nice. And yeah, and like I was saying, man, the 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 images really make it look close to how the Melrose and Fairfax and shit looking out there in LA. Like, it's giving us a nice sense of, you know, a city 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 look in Indianapolis. I I think it will definitely improve the uh, the nightlife here in exactly. Indy. Exactly. I mean, already it's already they're, they're, not too bad. Yeah. But for sure. I mean, we went to fucking Louisville. <laughs> yeah, that was sad. You know, you know. Shout out to shout out to <laughs> listeners in Louisville. Shout out to the pizza. Yeah, I might not, but be, not I'm, your city. You might not see me there on my tour, bro. <laughs> not gonna lie to you. Yeah, if you're listening uh, to us from Louisville, uh, we're sorry, man. We're sorry your city isn't good. <laughs> but yeah, come through to Indianapolis. Hey, but at least you guys are better than uh, St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis, no, St. Louis. I, I is, actually haven't even been. St. There. Louis is so boring, man. Boring it's as so fuck. So boring. Yeah, don't I don't ever go to St. Louis. Not even worth seeing to see if it's that boring. Actually, for a time, I think it was like top three, like da- most dangerous cities. You know how Detroit is like known for all that, but actually, I think St. Louis passed it for for quite a while. So yeah, don't go to St. Louis. I the only the only good thing about it is the 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 arch. Shit, we got motherfuckers. At little house phone coming through to Indianapolis already, like it's lit as fuck. But really, I don't get why. There's yeah, that's surprising. That's real surprising. We got we got a couple people coming through to Indianapolis to turn up, which is dope. So that's interesting. I know we spoke about this in the first episode just briefly, but I'm still shook that we're getting a Shake Shack. <laughs> Shout out Shake Shack. <laughs> I'm super excited for that. I think that's gonna be my new joint. I'm tired of Five Guys and Culvers. It's just crazy to think about that. If if the development moves this quickly by twenty, by the time we're like twenty six, twenty seven. This city could be so much more than it, what it is right now. I mean, we were going to host the um, the NBA All-Stars until it got canceled. Fuck COVID. Yeah, but they pushed it to 2024. Oh, we're so. st- they're still doing it here? Yeah, yeah we're still getting Ooh. it, and they just moved it. But if you're coming to Indy, just wait till probably February 2021 when we got them districts open, walk around and shit. Or just stay home until the vaccine is available. Oh, 
Whoa. Fuck. Whoa, uh, whoa. Talking about gonna, vaccines. Are we going to bring that up this episode? Yes. So, as you all know, unless you're listening to this in the future <laughs> or in the past, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Or you're living under a fucking rock. Or you're living under a rock. COVID. So, anyways, the vaccine is supposed to come out here in a couple of months. Not in a couple of months. Maybe in like a like month or two. Confirm, confirmed. Confirm, confirmed. Well, I know that the UK was one of the first uh, places to get the vaccine. Like, they already have it at this point? Yeah, in a sense, yeah, they already have the vaccine. They're just trying it out on them. And how's that How's that been going? That's what That's what scares um, me, honestly. I'll be honest it's with you guys. It's interesting because a lot of people are having side effects. A lot of people. But they're not severe side effects. They're um like maybe a couple of fevers and some shakings, just some chills. Still a little, but you know, yeah, but a scary. the inter- the interesting part about it is that this vaccine was developed. I'm not trying to scare you guys, but this vaccine was developed really quick, so we know the the short term effects. But just like COVID, we don't really have any long term effects. I'm like, talking six months from now, they could yeah, still be getting yeah, or side even effects. like a year, or two years, or three years, like bro, like, generations. Oh, it's a vaccine. Yeah, like, like there's there's diseases that stay dormant in your body and don't come out like seven years later. Like you can have certain shit and you don't know. Yeah, this was one of the quickest vaccines to be developed, and I also heard that it was developed in Germany. Germany? Yeah, shit. the the company is German. So shout out Germany. Shout out Germany for like, for trying to help us out so quickly, but I feel like it's a little soon if if people are already experiencing um, like side I effects. I mean, I mean, honestly, with every vaccine, you you experience yeah. you experience side effects. Science just has these experimental periods yeah. where you kind of have to push. But like know? like I said, I I think the most worrying part is really the long term effects, yeah. not not really the short term effects. Uh, but honestly, to be fair, you can really say that about anything. Cause like, yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Like, uh, there, another thing, another big thing that they don't really know the long-term effects is, like, juuling, you know? Juuling, yeah. Because it really, like, you messes know, up your... Not, they really just messes up your lung because, like, apparently... Uh, you, like, inhale metals and metals, shit like so that. Yeah. don't know long-term effects. On some real shit, that's facts. I mean, cartridges, everything that's coming out electronically nowadays, we, we, we're seeing it throughout time that people are getting affected. We're, by it. We're, we don't know shit. It's yeah, so we're... Funny. Entering. I mean, cigarettes took God knows how long for us to figure out yes, the actual exactly, yeah. effects of long-term what's going on. And by the time we really figured out what the fuck, there's people that were addicted. Exactly. I mean, addiction. this shit, I've seen it. This shit, obviously, all and, the headlines, 15, 16-year-olds getting addicted yeah, to Yeah, unfortunately, shit. I know people that are addicted to those carts and everything like that. You know what I mean? I mean, but, you know, at the end of the day, everybody got a little vice. Yeah, every, everyone's got their, their thing. But, yeah, that's the vaccines coming out. It's out in the U.K., we, I don't really know. I'm not informed on when we're going to get it here in the U.S. Yeah, and, sh- and I feel bad for the countries that it's going to take a while. Like the little yeah, smaller sure. countries yeah. that they probably won't see these vaccines. But, but the thing about long. the smallest countries, I think. They I also I, got least. They, they, yeah, yeah, they got the least amount. Like for okay. for us, I, th- I think it's more important for the bigger countries like France with, the, with a really high population density and China too with a s- the highest uh, popu- uh, population density in the world. Yeah, but it's crazy that the origin of the corona in china is cleared like they threw a huge I mean, fucking pool party not trying to day not, happened. not trying to point fingers at anyone but that's what happens when you take action quickly on god if yeah not even trying to like you know yeah, not trying on to, you're not trying to talk happened but yeah. if if america took more repercussions we definitely could have yeah for sure it's a, it's a very like controversial this. topic yeah to be fair china was like the first ones to actually have to do something about mm-hmm. it so it would make sense that they mobilize a lot quicker and they were able to reach and, such and a also point. um 
believe it or not, even though it came from China, China were the biggest, um, how would I say this? They had the most knowledge of it. They were, they were the first with the, they were the, they had the, the best understanding of it. Um, especially since it came from China. And they really gave us advice. Like, they, they didn't just keep quiet and say, oh, shit, we got to keep this a secret. Like, they gave us advice. They gave every every uh, country advice. And some European countries took that. And they're, they're cool now. And But U.S., we were kind of stubborn on that. We didn't want to listen. We were just like, eh, it's your problem. And hopefully we can push past through that shit and get to a point where we can start taking vaccines, start quarantining again, and yeah. get past this shit once and for all. Like, really. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy because you know, like like we said, we don't know the long term effects. But some people are willing to bet on the vaccine than than get long term COVID damage. You know, I'd rather have this vaccine and you know wish for the best than have COVID damage. You know, because they're actually finding for some from the first patients, they're finding blood cloth in the lungs of patients that had COVID before, and then it disappeared. And this is the long term effect of it. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, obviously, the removal of COVID is always going to come like in stages. You know, the first stage yeah. is probably basically getting people to understand what it was, get them to wear masks. Now, I feel like the next step is not only getting the vaccine, but also removing the, the stigma behind it, mm-hmm. especially here in the U.S. I know, I actually really don't know if this is like a, wa- a worldwide viewed. No, it's, it's not. It's like uh, the, no, the, the tracker or the chips. Like the No, that's literally the U.S. No like, worldwide. I, I swear it's the U.S. I every other country is literally like, bro, get get your shit together. Yeah, like you said, I think admit like administrating the uh, the vaccine will be kind of hard because some people already believe that they don't fuck with it, and then there are other people. Did you hear that um the the three presidents Obama, Bush, and Clinton are actually gonna take it publicly to encourage other people that's, to do it as well? Wow, that's crazy as fuck. And, and you know, like people are, they were like, oh yeah, they're just gonna give them something fake. Like shut up, shut up, dude. Like just shut <laughs> take up. Take off your tinfoil hat, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, I also heard. Uh, I think it was in the the UK that they're actually they're only, they're only gonna get half of what they were actually gonna get originally. Mm. So I don't know how they're gonna do that with all the excess people that it was like lined up for. Well, I guess it wasn't technically lined up, but. Still, now they're going to have to, like, I mean, I doubt that they'd have any type of selection process. Well, maybe, like, the old, the elderly mm, will get it first. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't work for the government. I don't know. But, yeah, it, it would make sense for them to have, like, a natural, not natural selection, but, like, a, just a, just a reasonable selection. Yeah, a reasonable selection. Fuck it. <laughs> hey, natural selection is a thing. Well, you do the love you yeah, it's a, it's a crazy couple of years that we got going on. You know, we don't, we're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah, I think but that's a perfect way to wrap today's episode yeah. up, you know, on that important note. Yeah, hopefully everyone stays safe, you know, doing the best that you can. Wear your mask, social distance. You know, we're going to get past this shit. Yeah, we, we for sure are, you know. But like I said, we don't really know what the future has been holding. Hopefully everything turns out for the best. Strong, strong believer that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. But... All right, guys, make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, all that shit. Like we said, if you go to the actual platforms and hit the follow button, yeah. we'll be up on your uh, we'll be up on your uh, platform every Wednesday, fresh, just for you guys. Yes, to sir. And like we said before, if you follow us on any platform that you're listening on, we just automatically appear on your um, listen next or just your recommendations. You know, we're, every Wednesday we're going to appear on there. Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right, guys, stay safe. Love you.